0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Romans with part one of this message entitled Standing in God's Presence. If you have a Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 5. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Heavenly Father, your Son told us we can do nothing without Him. Without God, we are nothing, and we can do nothing. We are without hope and without God, without life in this world. But we thank you for your great plan of salvation accomplished by your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, now being applied to every elect by the mighty operation of the Holy Spirit of God. Therefore, we praise you and thank you for effectually calling us by your Spirit, regenerating us, resurrecting us from the dead, and granting us spiritual life, by which we repented of our sins and trusted in Jesus Christ, your Son, alone for our eternal salvation. We pray, O God, that you open our minds. Help us, O Lord, to forget everything else. Help us, O Lord, to focus our attention by faith upon the triune God and his word. Your word alone is spirit, and your word alone is life. It heals us and saves us, empowers us, guides us. Oh, God, take complete control of us this morning. May your word be delightful to our ears so we resist the devil, who brings upon us drowsiness and distractions and carelessness? We resolve to hear. Speak, Lord. Your servants do hear in Jesus' name. Amen. We are considering the enormous blessings that flow from justification. Justification dealt with our sin problem once and for all. Having been justified by faith, we have, we enjoy peace with God. And therefore, peace of God that passes all human understanding. But secondly, we enjoy... God's presence. Romans 5 1 and 2 speaks about three blessings peace with God, presence of God, and triumphant praise. And so today we want to consider this enjoying God's presence. Friends, if you learn to enjoy God's presence, no problem at all. No problem. Because the joy of his presence will take care of all other troubles and problems. We are brought, justification necessarily brings us into the presence of God. That we may enjoy fellowship with God. And that is the ultimate goal of our salvation, to bring us to God, become home to the Father. This acceptance by the Father, Professor John Murray says, is an implicate of justification by faith saint john tells us in first john chapter one we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us and our fellowship he is with the father and with his son jesus christ saint peter tells us in first peter three and verse eighteen For Christ died for sins. That is for our sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. And what's the purpose of it all? To bring us to God. There is no higher purpose than that. Jesus Christ leads us and introduces us to God our Father. Jesus brings all his elect wandering sheep home and in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10 we read the purpose of our redemption in bringing many sons to glory in bringing many sons to glory it was fitting that God for whom and through whom everything exists Should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Jesus friends brings us. To God. To glory sir. From shame to glory. He brings us. Who have sinned and became without glory. Jesus Christ dealt with our sin problems. As far as he is concerned, we are without sin and fit to be in his presence. So we read, now having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access, approach, admission, introduction. Access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Saints of God, realize this great truth. It doesn't matter who forsakes you, you are in God's presence. And he will not forsake you. He will not divorce you. He will not leave you. Through Jesus Christ. We have been admitted forever. To the most exclusive club in heaven and on earth. We have been admitted. To paradise. enjoy God's glorious presence to the praying thief Jesus from the cross said I tell you the truth today you'll be with me in paradise point number one access through our Lord Jesus Christ let me tell you, all spiritual blessings flow to us in and through Jesus Christ. No spiritual blessing comes to us without him. So the preposition, dia, through, is used seven times in chapter 5, 1 through 11. Through. Through. 5 verse 1, 5 verse 2, 5 verse 5, 5 verse 9, verse 10, and verse 11, two times. Through, 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 through. Blessings, all blessings flow to us from the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost. And you can read it, and you can discover these blessings, peace with God, access to God, glory of God, love of God, future, fullness of salvation, reconciliation, joy in the Holy Ghost. The point I want to make is there is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not the God of a hill or God of a little country. He is Lord of the universe. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Saint Peter understood, and he says, Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to man by which we must be saved. But the name of Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Turn with me to First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4 and 5. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Now, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all men. Or 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 8. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord, or ashamed of me, his prisoner and he'll tell you why but join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of god who has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done but because of his own purpose and grace this grace was given us in christ jesus before the beginning of time but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our savior christ jesus now who has destroyed death? Think about it, sir. He has destroyed death, our death, and has brought what? Life and immortality to light through the gospel. There is no blessing that will come to anybody, spiritual blessing, except through Jesus Christ exclusivism of Christianity. And 1 Corinthians 3 and, and verse 11 tells us for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Jesus Christ and if you are outside of Jesus Christ then you have no peace and you will have no enjoyment of his presence and you will not be able to triumphantly rejoice even in the midst of troubles through our Lord Jesus Christ access is given it says through Jesus Christ our Lord he is lord of all you don't make him lord of all the father made him lord of all it doesn't matter whether you believe him it doesn't matter whether you sleep while I am preaching because it is boring to you because you have no life in you it doesn't matter He is lord of all sir Ephesians 1 beginning with verse 20 which he exerted that is the power which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority power and dominion and and every title that can be given not only in the present age but also in the one to come and God sir placed all things including you who may spit on his face and joke about him. But you also have been placed under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the benefit of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. It is Jesus Christ we are told who destroyed by his death our enmity against him and his enmity against us you read it Ephesians two fourteen and 16 he destroyed it he killed it by the death of Jesus Christ And therefore God is favorably disposed to us and we have been made to love God. The question this morning is, is Jesus Christ your Lord? That you may enjoy this peace with God and access to his presence. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with the God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. St. Paul was an enemy of God, a violent man, a blasphemer. But God confronted him. God saved him. And he finally called him Lord. And so he tells us in Romans 10 verse 9. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. And you will have peace with God. You will enjoy access to God's presence. And will rejoice in triumphant joy. In the midst of all troubles and problems. Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ? I spoke last Sunday evening. Surrender and live. Surrender and live. Surrender and live. Surrender this morning and live. And live forever. Secondly, we have access, as I said, to God's presence. But I've been admitted... To the most exclusive club in the entire universe to meet with God. Through Jesus Christ Lord, we have immediate access. We have direct access. We have continuous access to the Father's presence. There is no difference. Jew and Gentile have access, rich and poor. Masters and slaves, everyone who believes in Jesus Christ enjoys this blessed approach and access to God. And let me tell you, we shall never be thrown out of his presence. It is impossible by the decree of God. God is our father, Abba, our daddy, who planned our salvation from all eternity. Jesus Christ, God's son, accomplished our redemption by his death on the cross. The necessity of incarnation and the necessity of death on the cross. And the Holy Spirit applies this redemption effectually to every sinner. Friends, If God the Father is for us, who can be against us? But more than that, God the Son, our great high priest who lives eternally, intercedes for us in heaven. Who then can be against us? And not only that, we read in Romans 8 verse 26, The Holy Spirit who dwells in us also intercedes for us with the groans that words cannot express. Their intercessions are effectual. We are saved forever. This access to God's presence is forever, friends. So when your loved one dies, make use of that access to God. You are still in God's presence. Father of all mercies and God of all comfort. Who comforts us in all our troubles. May God even now fill our hearts with glorious joy. You cannot be in God's presence and be miserable and gloomy. And troubled and anxious and fearful. We are in God's presence. God is for us. And he fills our hearts with joy eternal. We do not need the intercessions and merits of the priests and Virgin Mary or saints. We need no purgatory or indulgences. Jesus Christ, yes, right. our great high priest, has brought us and introduced us to the Father. The Father who loves us forever with as Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The Lord who loves us with everlasting love. But you see our problem was there was a blockade. We were not permitted to come to God's presence. Genesis 3.22-24 through 24, in Adam we were cast outside of paradise and the tree of life. He sinned and in him we all sinned and became godless and gloryless and lifeless and hopeless. We cannot enter paradise cherubim with flaming sword guarded. Our entrance, entrance to paradise was blocked. The question is who shall open it for us and bring us back to paradise to God's presence. Who would come to destroy our death and bring life and immortality to light? Who will rescue us from the dominion of darkness, of Satan, of death? And bring us into the kingdom of God's beloved Son. Kingdom, which is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For look at Exodus 19 and Hebrews 12. Again, to look at the blockades. Because of our sin. Who will bring us out of Mount Sinai. To Mount Zion. Heavenly Jerusalem. The city of the living God. Who will bring us from outside to inside. Outside there is death. Inside there is God's presence. Life, joy and glory. You don't believe me? Turn with me to Revelation 22. Verse 14 and 15 blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life we have now right sir and may go through the gates into the city inside sir hallelujah let's raise it we are inside inside paradise inside heaven But notice verse 15, outside are the dogs, those who practice magic, arts, sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. There is an outside and there is an inside. Outside is the physical Mount Sinai that can be touched. It is burning with fire. There is darkness, gloom, storm, death, sin, wrath of God. Everyone is trembling, including Moses. There is trumpet blast of warning. No admittance to God's presence. You are all sinners. You are all guilty. You are to be punished. The way to God is blocked. Or look at the temple, God is in the holy of holies. And there is a thick veil that separates him. There is the court of the Gentiles, but no Gentile should go beyond. If you do, you'll be put to death. And there is the court of Israeli women then there is the court of Israeli men they cannot go into the court of the priests and no priest can go into the most holy place only the high priest only on the day of atonement with blood of the sin offering and with the incense cloud can come into God's presence for a brief moment friends the question again is who can bring us all to God, Jew and Gentile sinners, who is able to remove all the blockades, who will bring us from outside to inside, from death to life, from gloom to joy, from hell to heaven. I already said, through our Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, sinless Jesus Christ, God, man, our kinsman, redeemer, our only mediator, our great high priest who sacrificed himself once for all for our sins. And we are told his propitiatory sacrifice was accepted by the Father. His wrath is averted. God himself is now gracious to us, propitious to us. He is our heavenly father, we are his adopted sons, yes Jesus our older brother brings us to God, he is without sin, no wonder he said I am the way, the truth and the life and no one comes to the father without me. Let's turn to Matthew 27, what happened when Jesus Christ died on the cross? verse 50 and 51 and when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice he gave up his spirit it is finished the work of redemption is finished notice verse 51 at that moment the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and you are not repairing it You should remove it. A new way is opened up for us through the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord. And so, Hebrews 10, beginning with verse 19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence, confidence, how come sin is gone, guilt is gone, sir? That's why we have confidence, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sprinkled upon us, the blood of Christ. Confidence, because we are citizens of the kingdom of God. We have rights. Confidence, because we are children of God. We have rights, sir. Uh. We have rights. We have confidence. We have boldness. We are not timid and fearful. Wondering whether God will accept us or not. He delights to see us. To enter the most holy place, sir. Most holy place. By the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened up for us. New and living way opened up for us through the curtain which is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God hallelujah our hearts are restless until we find rest in God draw near any place anytime you can draw near to God you don't even have to go to a church to do that you can draw near to God while you drive you should go to church otherwise I don't have a job so you should keep coming to church but you see you can draw draw near to God in your house and any place oh isn't that wonderful because we have come to the heavenly Jerusalem Not the physical, but the heavenly. With a sincere heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. Turn to chapter 2 of Hebrews and beginning with verse 16 verse 16 and verse 18 for surely it is not angels he helps but abraham's descendants and we show to you from the book of romans that we are children of abraham and god runs to take hold of you and to help you that's the idea angels no he, he did not have a plan to redeem angels but he has a plan to redeem us and God runs to you that is the word runs to you to take hold of you and say to you be not afraid peace be, be with you hallelujah runs look at verse eighteen because he himself suffered when he was tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted. The meaning of that word is. He runs hearing your cry. Now we do that every day. you, day. Don't you when you hear your child crying. You are up and you run. That's the same idea here. Hallelujah Lord. It's wonderful to be saved by Jesus Christ. And brought into the very presence of God. Or read Hebrews 4. Beginning with verse 14. Let's look at verse 16. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive grace, receive grace, and find mercy to help us in our time of need. Now, our time of need is every moment. Is that true, sir? Yes. Every day. Every day. We are in need. Every day we are being tempted. So what do you do? Go to God's presence. With confidence. Because through justification you have been brought into the very presence of God. Come. To the throne of grace. Receive. He gives you abounding grace, sir. You have a need. And he gives you grace that is more than sufficient. More than sufficient abounding grace exceedingly abundantly all we ask or imagine he gives grace and mercy which will help us in our time of need time of temptation daily his mercies are what? new every morning there is always manna coming down and you are welcome to come Come to the Father, approach the throne of grace with confidence. Because you've been justified. Sin is gone, conscience is cleansed. Because you are citizen of the kingdom, because you are children of God. Or oh, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 12 beginning with verse 22. But you have come to Mount Zion, not to Mount Sinai. You have come to Mount Zion. It is in the perfect tense. You have come and you are there forever. You have come. Hallelujah. You have come. To Mount Zion. To the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands and thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly heaven is a joyful place hallelujah joyful assembly sir it's not a gloomy miserable place that's sinai Joyful assembly to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God. Hallelujah. Here is the entrance. Here is the access. Here is the presence. The church of all men to this we have come to the spirits of righteous men made perfect. The moment you die, a believer, God perfects your spirit and takes you to heaven. Yes. And not only that you have come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. And then the sprinkled blood that speaks better things speaks forgiveness. Hallelujah. We have come, sir. We have come. Let's say together. We have come to God's presence. From outside to inside. Who brought us inside? Jesus Christ. We do not anymore belong to outside. We belong to inside, with our Father, in our true home, from Mount Sinai to Mount Sinai. No more Sinai. We are not under law. We are under grace. We are under the authority and regimen and rule of grace. We will never go back to be under law. no more doom and gloom and trembling and death we have come into his house and gathered in his name to worship him let's praise him hallelujah take a look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 18 I hope you will learn these things so you can be stabilized and trouble comes for through him we both as Jew and Gentile have access to the father by one spirit friends christianity speaks about triune god through him by one spirit to god the father if you don't believe in trinity you cannot be a christian All persons of the one God in three persons, co-equal and co-eternal. Through Jesus Christ, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Let me tell you, all persons of the Trinity love us and work to bring about our salvation, sir, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's why you are baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God's people are under the care of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Even now we are under the care. They are eternally secure. Nothing can separate us from God. No one can snatch us while God is sleeping. No one can snatch us. Out of God's hand, he never sleeps nor slumber. We both have access, Jew and Gentile believers, no discrimination. We have, it says, that means continuously, we have access to the Father. Why, as children of God, we live in Father's presence with exceeding joy. But you tell me, but wait a minute, I read in the Bible that he is holy father, he is righteous father, he is light in whom there is no darkness, he is also consuming fire. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 33, let me read it to you. Isaiah 33, 14 and 15. Listen to this. Sinners in Zion are terrified, trembling, grips the godless. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with everlasting burning? It is a description of God consuming fire, everlasting burning. Who of us can dwell with this God who is fire? The answer is those who believe in Jesus Christ. The fire does not consume us. We are justified forever. Sin problem has been dealt with. We are righteous and we are righteousness. The the beauty of justification by faith. We are righteous and we are righteousness. Now we can dwell with God. Now turn to Jeremiah for this beautiful verse. Jeremiah 50 verse 20 In those days at that time declares the Lord, search will be made for Israel's guilt. Search will be made. I don't think God the Father will do the searching. I don't think God the Son will do the searching. I don't think the Holy Spirit is going to do the searching. I think the devil will do it. The demons will do it. We ourselves may do it because of our conscience and our enemies will do it (laughs) <laughs> search will be made for Israel's guilt but what there will be none and for the sins of Judah search will be made but but none will be found and then the reason I will forgive the remnant I spare we are the remnant we are spared he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all Spared us. That's why we have peace with God. That's why we have been ushered, By Jesus Christ. Into the presence of God. That we may be convicted of our sins. That we we may be judged. No. We are justified. Then why are we brought here? To enjoy. To enjoy. To have... This glorious, wonderful fellowship. Our fellowship is with the Father and the Son. This is eternal life. That they may know thee, the only true God. And Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Knowing God is loving God. And God loving us. Let me tell you, friends. This will take care of all our problems. St. Paul said, don't. Don't pity me, I'm in prison, I'm in chains, but don't pity me, I go to the Father in prayer, I experience God, hallelujah, I experience God. Heavenly Father help us to enjoy this fact that we have been brought from outside, from the freezing cold, from gloom and misery and doom and death and guilt from darkness, from trembling. Lord, your Son, Jesus Christ, brought us from outside to inside. We are in God's presence. We stand in God's presence and we are seated with Christ in God's presence. We therefore rejoice. Lord, those who are outside still, have mercy upon them. Bring them inside that they may behold the glory of God and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio with part one of this message entitled, Standing in God's Presence. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.